heart of every man craves a great adventure, but life doesn't usually feel that way. Jesus speaks of narrow gates and wide roads, but the masculine journey is filled with many twists and turns. So how do we keep from losing heart while trying to find the good way when life feels more like a losing battle than something worth dying for? Grab your gear and come on a quest with your band of brothers who will serve as the guides in what we call the masculine journey. The masculine journey starts here now. Welcome to the Masculine Journey. We are very glad to have you with us here today, and we are continuing to talk about the core desires of a man's heart, and today we're going to be talking about the need to have battle. No, I'm just kidding. I'm trying to play the old Groundhog Day thing. We're actually going to be talking about a, why is it important for a man to fight for the heart of others? There's Absolutely. Some, there's something wired in a man, and to, to recap some of the stuff we talked about, one of the needs Alf, of the last couple of weeks that we've talked about would be what? What would be one of the needs that we kind of touched on over the last couple of weeks of these core desires that's within a man's soul? Well, the battle, uh, a battle to fight is mm-hmm. a critical one because we're all geared for it. We're all made for that battle, but it's understanding which battles are the right ones to fight. Yeah, and Vinny, I want to ask you as far as the, the need. I mean, you've had a few years on us, you know, a couple, <laughs> one or two, and... Uh, have you probably seen in your life over time that there is at times really this need to stand up for injustice and, and fight a battle? Oh, yeah. Yeah. You live long enough uh, like I have. It, that comes across almost every day. Uh, it happened to me just recently, yesterday. Uh, I think most of you people out there know that I kind of sour on my children that they don't call me up you know I'm old I'm blind and you know crying the blues but it's true uh and I couldn't never could seem to win their heart and yesterday was my deceased wife's birthday and I needed somebody to take me to church to acknowledge it which I do every year since she's died 19 years ago and my daughter brought me there And when we got home, we got into a conversation that was just amazing. Uh, You don't lose the love of your children no matter how bad they do or what you think they do that is wrong. But she laid her head. I was on the couch, and she laid her head on my chest and started to cry. I said, what's the matter, Anna? She says, You know, I got to tell you, Dad, I understand how you feel towards me. As how do I feel? Well, that I haven't been there for you when you really need me and my other daughter, Rita. And she started to cry. She said, from this day forward, I belong to you again. Wow. Uh... Like I said, you know, the day you wake up and it's, I'm thinking that it was my wife's birthday mm-hmm. 19 years ago, and I've never missed a day. I mean, a year of putting roses or something. And here my daughter shared that with me, and she won my heart where, you know, I... I don't think I'll ever speak bad ever about family again. 
It was at that time when she laid her head on my shoulder and in my chest and was crying. I really seen what it is to be a father and to win. And she was battling for your heart too. Exactly. Exactly. And you know, it, it it became a mutual thing. And, uh, I guess the moral of the story is that you're never too old to learn. Mm-hmm. And yesterday I had a learning period. Besides, I got a daughter back that I thought I had lost, That's but awesome. I didn't lose her. I love her more than more than my own life. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm sure everybody out there listening probably has a, had the same experiences that you know we look. And with our children, our wives, and what we do, and we want to win their hearts back. And a lot of times we do it in the wrong way mm-hmm. until we get smart, until basically with me it's talking to the Lord. Mm-hmm. And we realize what is really important. Mm-hmm. And it's the honesty of the love between family. Absolutely. 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 Were you going to say something? Well, I was uh, was also thinking of the core desire of an, um, a man's heart that we we all have a, an adventure. To, we crave for adventure. We do. We want to have some epic things in our life. And sometimes those may seem frivolous to others. You know, but, but you know, God intends the smallest to the largest of adventures to have meaning. And there's a balance because we go on adventures for fun, but then we also have those battles like Vinny had that long battle to fight. And... And then, but he was also f- battling for a woman's heart. Mm-hmm. So you know, this all this all kind of ties in together because sometimes we don't find our battle or the beauty until we go on an adventure, Absolutely. and that's when these things happen. And these all kind of, as you say, mold together, but they are separate things that God lays on our heart. And, and as we talk about this, it's not that they don't apply to a female's heart, not wanting adventure. Or, to stand up for injustice, but this is called the masculine journey. Right. <laughs> so we're talking primarily about a man's about heart, men. about men's hearts. But, uh, you know, there is this need for adventure. There's this need to battle against injustice. There's this, this desire within you to fight for the hearts of others. All right. And I, I, I love what you said, Vinny, about, you know, I didn't really know what to do except go to God. That's right. Because when we go to God, in a lot of that, our perspective changes about, not as much fighting for what's good for us, but fighting what's good for them, which ultimately impacts us. That's exactly right. Our conversation and our tears were, well, for her part, for me, and mine was for her. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, and you, if you don't have God helping you along with this stuff, you ain't going to make it. You're not going to make it. And, and there are also times when, for instance, you had to give it to God because there was you, you would run out of options. That's right. But there are also times when God puts us in a position of power and we have to fight the battle, but we have to choose who the enemy is and who we're fighting for. Right, which actually this all ties into a clip, believe it or not. Um, and we're going to uh, listen to a clip that we love playing on this topic. We actually love showing this at a boot camp. And we have a boot camp coming up April 28th through May 1st. And so if you want information on that, go to mashgunjourneyradio.org. It's going to be a great, great facility. Al, you got a chance to look at it last week. What did you think about the facility where we're going? Oh, man, it blows me away. The view coming up is amazing. The the grounds themselves are, they're rustic and natural. I mean, it's, 
there's so many things to do. It's it's I'm looking forward to it. And if you like to fish, there are striped bass. Yeah. In, yeah. in, in the pond. But back to our clip. In this one, you have a, a man that really, by world standards, doesn't really have a lot to offer. It's right. Jean Valjean. He had been a criminal. He's been on the run from the police, right? And he's kind of hidden in. He's become this this mayor, right? But still, he's uh, he's hiding. But his real battle has been up to now. Not as much as that you're going to see what he really steps into and fights well for somebody's heart. And it's a great illustration of you can try to hide. But God's going to pull you out and put you in the battle that he needs you to fight. Right, that only you can fill those shoes because he has you there to do it. And in the scene, um, there's a lady that had been a prostitute, and she's gotten sick, and he's taking care of her. And listen to how she talks about herself, and listen to how he talks about her and the way that the father sees her. You didn't have to fire me. Close it down. I have to get you some tries. It's all right. I've been shot. I deserve it, but I don't understand. Why are you being so kind? I was preoccupied. I didn't know. If you'd come straight to me, you need to rest. And don't worry, I'll bring your daughter to you. You're going to the Zimondiers? No, I can't. I'll send the money to bring this out here. She can't live with me. Oh, she can. She will. She'll attend the school and you won't have any more worries. When you're better, I'll find work for you. But you don't understand. I'm a whore. And Cosette has no father. She has the Lord. He has her father. And you're his creation. You've never been anything but an innocent and beautiful woman. As we we talk about, that's always a bit of it's a powerful clip, but it's a a powerful, powerful movie scene as you watch it. And and you really have this if you don't know the backstory, he's not fighting for her hand in marriage, he's not fighting for a love interest in this, he's just speaking truth to her heart To, to heal her heart, to bring it whole again. That, that restoration. And one of the parts of that scene that I didn't catch until just now, where he's talking about, if you would just come to me, you know, and, and that was one of those moments where not only did I want to help you, I wish I could have helped you sooner. I wish you hadn't have suffered, but he couldn't change that. Mm-hmm. And, and he moved away from that. But that you could just feel his heart um, just yearns to go back in time and rescue her from, from these things that have happened. Yeah, not even have to have lived that. And so we do step in the middle of someone else's story. Yeah. Sometimes, and we'd like to look back, and if we've known them and say, I wish I would have done something different, or Vinny, as you talked about, your daughter, you know, we can all play the second-guessing second game and say, you know, I wished I might have done something, but God had ordained a moment in time that you both would arrive at that place at the same time together. And that's really what I heard in this clip was... Yeah. I don't think God wanted Corsette to go through, not Corsette, that's Corsette. Corsette. Yeah, yeah, to go through the, 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 this issue, but he needed at some point for someone to be able to speak into her heart when she needed to hear it. And I love the fact that there's, his place in the story comes in different forms. His battles come in different because he fights for the mother's heart here, 
but then he fights for the daughter when the mother dies. Mm -hmm. He knows that that wound, this child doesn't even know about her wound yet, that her mother has passed. And so he goes, and now he's going to fight for her too. So that, that battle continues on. I mean, it's an ongoing war until we walk through the gates. Yeah, and it's not as though he didn't have anything to worry about. Right. Yeah, and that's part of the cool thing about this whole movie. I haven't watched the musical because I'm not a musical kind of guy. That's Robbie, and he's not here, and so we can <laughs> tease him. But, um, you know, in this movie, it, it's just amazing to watch him battle his own fears but still fight for the hearts of others. And that's a core desire. And as we come back, we're going to talk about not just doing that for a female, because it is fighting for the hearts of the beauty, but maybe that beauty is your son, right. right? Someone that you love or a, a, a co-worker that you really care about. How do you fight for the hearts of others? And we're going to find out why God put that on your heart. Come back and join us and go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org for more. Masculine Journey Radio is listener supported and we are very thankful for every dollar. But I wanted to take a moment to share a really easy way that you can support us. If you use Amazon to purchase things, all you need to do is go to smile.amazon.com, which is their charity contribution site. And from there, select Good Heart Ministries to support. And Amazon will donate 5% of your purchase to us. To donate or watch a video on how to do this, go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org. That's MasculineJourneyRadio.org. Sam Main here for Masculine Journey Radio Show. Our show often focuses on healing and freedom that's found through walking more intimately with the Father. And I know no one wants to see a counselor, but often there are times I find myself stuck and needing a little bit more help. And that's why I turn to my friends at Seasons of the Heart. Kim and Catherine are experienced counselors that help you find healing through the Father. For more information on Seasons of the Heart, go to MasculineJourneyRadio.org. That's MasculineJourneyRadio.org. Welcome back to Masculine Journey. We are talking about a, a topic today that continues on the core desires of man's heart. Now, we've been talking about it for the last couple of weeks, and as we talk about this topic at boot camp, it's not a three-week thing that we do, but it's a, it's a one talk that right. we talk about. And God really just kind of helps men understand the way he made them to do certain things. You know, a lot of times we've been told that some of these things are bad. You know, it's easier just not to stand up and buck the system, just kind of walk past injustice if it doesn't involve you, right? Or all adventure's bad. And those are just some of the echoes of the enemy trying to tell men, you don't have permission to be men. And really, we, God need us, needs us to be the men he created us to be. Let me, let me rephrase that. God doesn't need us, right? He wants us. Right. He wants us to fulfill a role that he put us here to do in our families with the people that he has us around in this current circumstances of life. Many for you, it might be the people that live where you live. For out, it might be your coworkers or your family. And, and we all have these different roles that God calls us to play to live out these core desires as part of that adventure in growing in our life with him. And I think it's, it's important to know that for everyone in this room, everybody in our ministry, we have gone through that battle and we have been beaten. And at some point, somebody, including our Heavenly Father, has pulled us out of it and, and taken us to um, a place where not only are we healed and restored with our Heavenly Father, but now we're ready to fight for the hearts of others. Because we've been through the fire, we're ready to go back and fight. Oh, well, yeah, life happens. Yeah, it does. <laughs> to us. You know, Sometimes we, harder than others. Yeah, well, we talk about these topics and we say, okay, an adventure to live. 
well, what happens if an adventure that you, you went out on didn't end the way you thought? Right. So all of a sudden the enemy's on the back end of that saying, see, you really don't have what it takes to do that adventure. Or you stand up to fight against an injustice and it doesn't come out well for you because they don't always come out well. But it doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. You know, right after, I guess it was my first boot camp, I went out camping for the first time mm-hmm. by myself and fishing. Didn't catch a fish, but I had a blast. Mm-hmm. I had so much spiritual growth, so much personal um, growth that I needed that adventure. Mm-hmm. And and we need to plan adventures um, to get them in our life because in these adventures, we start finding the different battles to fight. Yeah, but your point, a person could look at that and say, well, how selfish was that, Al? You went out fishing, you left your family at home, you, you went camping, but you were quiet and you had time with God. And, and actually, my family was very encouraging. Well, I didn't think they were mad. I'm just saying <laughs> someone, someone, but, someone else outside But that's that. the world trying to beat you down. Right and keep you from being a man. And and I'm blessed that, that my wife was encouraging and my children were that, wow, dad's going off by himself. This is, it's like a rite of passage, you know? Mm-hmm. And as we talk about this, this beauty to fight for, right? Yeah. The, the beauty to rescue. Well, what happens if you're single and there's no beauty in my life? Or what happens if you're in the middle of a divorce or what happens if relationships haven't worked out that doesn't mean that you're still not called to do that in one way or another that's right the, the battle for a beauty isn't a battle for a woman in your life it's a battle to, for a woman's heart to help restore her heart mm-hmm. and that could be a family member exactly. or it could be a co-worker it could be somebody that you just met that somehow god puts you in the right place and that's a clip we're going to listen to it's from a, a movie called letters to juliet and it's about a a girl who wants to be an author, but she's a fact checker for a magazine and she writes some things and she has this person read it that earlier in the story she couldn't even stand. Right. So there's no relationship here. They're just finding some common ground, which if you know any love story, they end up well falling in love. So I just ruined it for you, but no, it's still a, it's still a good movie. But at this point in this clip, you hear this guy fighting for her heart to go follow her passion when he has no ulterior motive just to say that's the right thing and this is really what you've been called to do. And so let's listen to that and we're going to come back and talk about it. Okay, that's enough. All right, that's enough. Sophie. That's enough. Your writing is really good. Thank you. No, it's really, really, really good. Why are you so surprised? How come you've never shown your work to anyone? I never feel like it's finished. Why? Because I guess I'm a perfectionist. You know, that's just another way of saying I'm a chicken. Listen, you've got nothing to be afraid of. You're not a fact checker, you're a writer. <laughs> what was that for? I'm not a chicken. Mm. No, I'm not a gentleman. And so I didn't tell you what that was. If you want to know what that was at that last part of the clip, you're going to have to go watch the movie. Ooh. Because it's quite funny. <laughs> it really is. It's, well, you should tell them where they're at. They're at a, uh, a place where they can get some dessert. Ooh. And in the middle of a, a like an open area. Dessert yeah. battle. A dessert battle. And yeah. so it is quite funny and just playful. And, and I love that because, you know, we, in this society, we're not isolated to just our wife is the only woman. Right. Or our wife ha- may have a coworker who's a man. There doesn't. This isn't about sex. This isn't about 
um, infatuation. This is about somebody who is afraid to move forward, afraid to follow their dreams and encouraging that because we need to do that for others because we need people to do it for us as well. I mean, it's, it's, I gave a a talk um, Tuesday. I had to speak to um, my department and at the end of it, somebody came up and said, you know, the one thing, there were a lot of things that I got out of that, but you really love your job and it came out. And that to me, that was so encouraging because it wasn't about what I was talking about. wasn't just about the facts. It was about the passion mm-hmm. because it's something I love. Right. I, I do feel like we have a little bit of responsibility to have a word of caution. When you enter in and you're fighting for the heart of somebody of the opposite sex, it's very, very dangerous territory if it's not your wife. Absolutely. Right. And so you have to be very, very careful that you don't cross lines that you, no one ever intends to cross, but that's how you get there. But what I'm talking about is not necessarily spending alone time with people as much as it is maybe being there to answer a phone call for somebody that's in need or helping somebody out when there's a situation. This is just going to do the right thing with no other reason but to do the right thing and because it's good for their heart. Right. I have a friend um, that's a woman uh, where I used to work. We've been friends for 20 years. And I was encouraging her to go to the next level with her career. And she's five years away from retirement. And, I, you know, and I'm thinking, you know, really, she is so young and intelligent and spry in interactions that it's almost like she's not that close to retirement. I'm like, but if you love it, do it. And she said, you know, I'm not ready for that. I'm not interested in that anymore. I want to go a different direction with my personal life. And, but the fact that I got to encourage her, she said, but you know, the fact that you believed in me, thank you. It's nice to hear that somebody believes in me. It wasn't sexual. It was just a friend that a coworker that, you know, I wanted to see her succeed and you know, it, it wasn't the direction she wanted to go, but it just to hear it mm-hmm. meant a lot. Uh, Vinny, yeah. that, can I ask you a question? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you have a grandson. Yes. Right. I got nine of them. Yeah. You have nine of them. But one that talks to you pretty frequently. Every day. Now, isn't there a part of his life that you've probably played that role of encourager to have him kind of pursue some passions that maybe he might have doubted? I probably was the only one to have him pursue his passion, and that was to be with God. And he now is a pastor. Mm -hmm. And he was on the show here Mm -hmm. as a guest about six months ago. And he calls me every day. Because he knows his grandpa is blind. Mm -hmm. And you know why he calls me? It's just amazing. To read me the sport news. Mm -hmm. The love that he has. That he hears me over the phone, you know, talking about it. I said, Paul, what did the Rangers do? What did the Mets do? What did the Giants do? Blah, 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 you know. And I can sense in his voice the pleasure that he's getting and I and I feel just on this talk that we're having tonight I understand it a lot more mm-hmm. uh, because it is his passion I wanted to say something uh, Sam uh, I also learned like and you was uh, a witness to it tonight Sam picks me up because they won't let me drive and uh, so they bring me here <laughs> I'm blind, everybody. Yeah, you so all know There's that. a little bit of an issue. With yeah. That. yeah, And that's discrimination against okay. senior citizens yeah. that you can't drive when you're blind. I, I and when Sam, when Sam picked me up at my apartment, I live in assisted living, 
we came down and about four women. Yeah. Because they enjoyed me when I wasn't blind. Uh, that I made them laugh. Uh, I was friendly. Mm-hmm. And that's my nature. But four women, right, Sam? Yeah, they absolutely. They gave me hugs. Yeah, and they paid no attention to me, Vinny. I'm just saying. They yeah, were just staring at you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, but we all got, we got to tell the people they don't pay attention to you. <laughs> you got to be at least in your 80s. Oh, okay. Well, that's a good point. That's of course, point. when Robbie was there, they were wondering who the new guy was. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I call Al every day, but it's because my phone dials in my pocket and he's in an A. So it really just goes to him by mistake. Um, just kidding. That was random. I know it was. Well, he said he called. <laughs> Paul talked to me. Oh. Anyway, uh, we, we have a clip in... I don't know that we're going to get it on, so we're going to play the beginning of it, but it's from Butterfly Circus, and I want you to really hear how this person, a man, fights for the heart of another man who believes something that's not true about himself, but how he gets him to not believe it anymore. Splendid, isn't it? The way they move, full of strength, color, and race. They're astounding. With you, curse from birth. A man, if you can call him that, who God himself turned his back upon. Stop it! Why would you say that? Because you believe it. Al, I want you to go ahead and speak about that for a moment. What, what was he doing there? It sounded like he's being incredibly cruel about this man who's literally crippled. All he was doing was telling the guy what he believed in his heart, but he would did not want anybody to say. But when it was brought out and he heard it, he could call him on it and say, look, that's not you. Mm-hmm. You believe it, but that's not the truth. That's the enemy. Yeah, he was able to get to him because he was saying those things that this, this guy heard in his head to the point he got defensive. And then he could turn that defensiveness against the real enemy. And that's every one of us. We all have that feeling that we're not good enough. We don't have what it takes. But the beauty in this movie the clip is that he's saying you do because you're made in god's image so you have what it takes yeah if you have an opportunity go to youtube and watch the butterfly circus it's about a 20 minute a movie you may have to watch it in two parts but it is just incredible about the love that this person has to call people out of brokenness and into life and to have an impact on others who are broken and that's all of our story god calls us to go fight for the hearts of others even though we're kind of bruised and beat up and battle-weary, it's still our role to go fight for their hearts. So go fight for people's hearts this week. Have a good night.